0: And sometimes you gotta take your bad days and make a quiche out of it.
1: What'd you have for breakfast?
0: I wanted to ask you that, Brian.
1: Why do you want to ask me?
0: Because you know what I had for breakfast. I don't know what you had for breakfast.
1: You're the star of the show. You're you're the person that everyone wants to know what breakfast they had.
0: Oh, well, when you put it that way, um, today I had, um, I grabbed a Soylent coffeeist on my way to the train, and then, uh, when I got in my office, like, maybe an hour or two after I had that Soylent, um, I had a little slice of quiche that I had packed myself because Brian and I, for the first time in our lives, made quiche last night.
1: Allison Truge, I'm a listener to our podcast that doesn't know what quiche is. Can you explain to me what quiche is? So- Quiche is
0: a marine animal that uh, it lives on the bottom of the ocean floor, and uh, it only sees in the very, very dark. And so it just kind of like stumbles around, and it's like a, co- a Pokemon. So the only noise it makes is it saying its own name, which is Quiche. Quiche, Quiche, Quiche. Quiche. It looks like um, a little pie. <laughs>
1: Okay, so you brought it back around to real life. Good. <laughs> yeah, quiche is delicious, and I'd never made it before until... I
0: think it's actually pronounced quiche.
1: Quiche is really, really good, and I had never made it before last night until Allison Truge was like, You know what I want? I want quiche. So the thing is, I went out to the grocery store and got uh, two frozen pie crusts for $2.50, and we took all the ingredients we were going to use for like egg sandwiches anyway and just threw them in, and it was awesome.
0: Yeah, we put pepperoni and salami in. Um, I had I had thought that Brian would pick up like some artisanal salame, but instead he picked up like Oscar Mayer's salami. Okay. It wasn't bad. I, I wasn't like I'm not I'm not too good for Oscar Mayer salami, but it was definitely a departure for me.
1: It's a departure, if you will.
0: Not too, not too
1: unfamiliar. Somebody listens to my brother, my brother and me uh, for breakfast this morning. I didn't eat any. Uh, I waited until four o'clock and went to Boston Burger Company to get, uh, my favorite burger special in America. It is, um, the 420 Burger, which is, oh dear God, uh. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> First, I, before you say what the 420 burger is, um, I know that my mother is listening to this podcast, and I want you to know, mom, that before I left, Brian knew all of the breakfast options that were in my house because I painstakingly told him that so I was like, "Oh, there's cereal, and we have a whole quiche that we didn't eat last night, and also I have all this stuff that you could mix together and make a uh, a breakfast burrito." I, I, he knew he had options, mom. I promise. You raised me right.
1: So I went to get a burger. (laughs) On this burger is an onion ring, two mozzarella sticks, mac and cheese bites, like fried mac and cheese, a French fry. (laughs) One French fry? (laughs) (laughs) One French fry. Uh, Bacon, cheese, barbecue sauce, and burger. There may be another thing I'm forgetting. There's so much on this burger. It does not contain the 420 thing. It is implied that this is for people that enjoy the 420 thing. And what this burger does is, uh, this is like a $14 burger at this restaurant. Every weekday at 420, the time, 420, this burger is $4.20. So I save lots of money by eating this burger that's relatively expensive and...
0: <laughs> Instead of just... Eating the things that I had bought for both of us to eat for breakfast for the week.
1: This is my way I treat myself. I go to this place and I listen to it's usually Upgrade because I always go whenever there's a new episode of either Upgrade or My Brother, My Brother and Me, which both come out on Monday, but like I stagger them throughout the week. And I really, really enjoy like being at this place and hanging out and getting a $2 PBR (laughs) because I have $2 PBRs and the tab before tip is like $6 and it is such a wonderful way to spend an hour.
0: Well, I mean, I guess I can't judge too hard because that does sound really good, but I I'm, I'm distressed because I went too many lengths to make sure that we had things to eat for breakfast food. I mean, I'll, I'll but like... also I got quiche out of it.
1: You did. And so did I. We had quiche last night together and we'll probably have more quiche together tomorrow because uh, talking about uh, future topics a little bit, food that tastes good cold quiche is my number one.
0: Yeah, Brian uh, has an illogical fear of microwaves and has on more than one occasion asked me how to heat things up.
1: Okay, okay. It's not that I don't know how microwaves work. It's that I'm sure there are specific ways to reheat specific foods in a good way, right?
0: Okay, so the way that you reheat a quiche is that you whisper your most secret desire into an acorn... And then place it by a rushing brook for a fortnight while chanting warm, warm over and over again.
1: And there may be other secret breakfasts you do not know yet.
0: That's when you summon a spirit and the spirit is a fire breathing demon. Oh. And so they just lightly <laughs> breathe fire on your little quiche. Uh-huh. But then you also, you have to, you have to offer up two gifts to the quiche Damon. <laughs> the quiche mat daemon. Um. <laughs> You need to offer up a slice of the quiche um, and also your very soul.
1: Okay, Um, so they're one and the same, slice of quiche and your very soul.
0: Yes, and also you might need to call Ben Affleck and tell him in a very worried voice that you need to get out of this town.
1: Oh my god, that genre of movies, those Boston movies, gotta get out of here, gotta get out.
0: As a person who lived in Revere and like... Took the blue line every day. I can I can tell you that those people exist.
1: What are we talking about today, Allison Trudge?
0: Today, we are talking about breakfast routines.
1: Breakfast routines?
0: Yes, because a bunch of you tweeted in and told us what your breakfast routines were. And uh, they're better than mine. And so we're <laughs> going to talk about, uh, we're going to workshop ways that I can uh, improve my breakfast routine. Um, we had a lot of people uh, tweet in about drinking Soylent in the shower. And none of them were Micah Sargent. Although I'm sure that... Micah, you, please please tweet out, tweet out at, at your fans and let us know if you do also enjoy Soylent in the shower. I think it's actually, like, marvelous.
1: Showerlent.
0: Shower... Sh- no, I think we can do better.
1: Uh, soiler. <laughs> That's already a word.
0: What if it's, like, shampoo, but it's, like, Soilu?
1: No, that's worse.
0: missioner.
1: <laughs> okay, we're done coming up with a pun for this. Uh, you...
0: Soylufa. Uh,
1: no, now I'm really distressed that Settlant. you said- so- <laughs> Showerlint. Have you ever had soylent in the shower? As a person who showers and enjoys soylent, have you combined the two?
0: Frankly, I never eat food in the shower because I'm not a freaking barbarian.
1: Shots fired and uh, is not even here to defend himself. For me, breakfast routines are all about centering yourself for the rest of the day so that when you wake up in the morning and you're really scared and anxious about the day ahead, because of course you are, you're a human, uh, you want to find a way to ease yourself into the day with a nice consistent routine and a tasty breakfast and maybe some of your favorite news sites or something along those lines.
0: And I feel like overwhelmingly people think that their rituals are part of the reason that like, it helps them get out of bed if mm-hmm. perhaps like they haven't had a ton of sleep the night before, because um, if you have a set thing to do, then you know that that's what you do when you wake up Um, and right now basically my ritual is sleeping as long as humanly possible and then like rushing to get ready and grabbing a coffee out of my fridge can confirm
1: that's what happens
0: although when I get to work I have a very sacred ritual the first 10 minutes that I'm sitting at my desk I like very much always have to like be eating something and I like center myself for the day ahead
1: yeah, same. Whenever I uh, have a big day of work that I need to do, I make sure that I get coffee. I make sure that I have some kind of nutritious breakfast. And I make sure that, like, the two overlap in such a way that I can ease myself into the rest of the day.
0: For sure. I really think that the quiche might actually really settle itself into my day to day, like, routine especially in the summer because it's like a cold breakfast and even though I love my my one and only love the croissant breakfast sandwich from Dunkin Donuts um it is it is a hot thing and today it was 92 degrees in Boston and I I didn't want it I didn't even want to wear clothes why would I want to put a hot thing in me and so basically I was like okay it's time for something cold and the key really it fit the bill
1: so when it comes to the quiche, and like, I guess this is a part of breakfast routines is like meal prep. So you can make sure that you prep all the food that you're going to have over the next few days. I really enjoyed that we made two uh, nine inch pies. Nine inch pies is my favorite industrial band, by the way. Uh, two Nine, nine inch, inch
0: pies <laughs> is my nine inch nails cover band, but it's all about breakfast food.
1: Oh man, I'm trying to think of some funny nine inch nails puns that involve food. Uh,
0: it would go egg, like a whole... I
1: Black is your soy lens. I,
0: okay. I um have never heard a Nine Inch Nails song in my life.
1: You've dated me almost three years. How have you not heard a Nine Inch Nails song?
0: It's because I don't like you very much.
1: I know that, but still, why haven't you listened to Nine Inch Nails?
0: Although, for those of you who don't know, the reason that we go by MIM... Even though, you know, it's most important meal. is because I thought that would be cute because it's kind of like N-I-N, but like
1: M-I-N. And it was completely intentional and not at all made up on the spot right now.
0: And definitely not just because we couldn't find a good URL or Twitter handle for this podcast.
1: So when it comes to preparing this quiche, we were able to make two nine-inch pies with five eggs and like a few dollars worth of like pepperoni, cheese, and salami. That is mind-blowing to me, and I love the fact that we can think ahead a little bit and, like, portion off however much we want over the next few days to have, like, a piece of quiche in the morning.
0: And also, I don't know, maybe it's because I didn't grow up eating quiche. Like, quiche didn't fit, like, my, uh, like, I feel like a lot of where I, how I love breakfast comes from, like, the kinds of breakfasts I had growing up. I can't even think of one time that my family and I, like, had a quiche. So quiches make me feel fancy.
1: We had quiche for the first time a few weeks ago uh, when I was visiting New Jersey and my mom made like three different quiches for some reason. And I really enjoyed like having the light crustiness of the crust, because when you think about the component parts of a quiche, it is all the stuff you'd make normally for breakfast, eggs, cheese, meats, those kinds of things. But the carb in this case is pie crust. And otherwise, it's not that different, which is why we were able to make this with, like, a $2 investment in some frozen pie crusts. Like, for me, this was never a part of my childhood either, but this is a really great way to, A, have a cold breakfast, and, B, make a ton of breakfast in advance.
0: Yeah, for sure. If if you're listening to this and you know me and Brian personally, you're invited to brunch at my house where I'm going to make, like, like, freaking, like, a million quiches. Mm-hmm. There will be one exact million quiches.
1: Not nine, 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 but one million. That was another Nine Inch Nails reference.
0: (sighs) (laughs) And sometimes you got to take your bad days and make a quiche out of it. You know, sometimes you just like, you take, you take your, uh, the side, the side-eyed glances that people shoot at you on the tee while you're like openly crying in public. Um, and you, uh... Take all of the times that someone who ghosted you has viewed your Instagram story, like, and you just you throw it all together with a little, with a little cheap old pie crust. And uh, that's, that's what a quiche is, folks. Brian just kissed around the microphone, but he did it so softly because he's an audio person. I was
1: going to edit that out, but now I can't. <laughs> So aside from breakfast foods that you have every morning or any sort of breakfast drinks that you may have, do you have any other things that you do in terms of routine? Do you read anything? Do you watch anything? Do you, like, uh, make sure that your feet are up with a comfy chair and read the morning paper or anything? Do you have anything like that in your life? Well, I think about death. Okay, that's one thing to do. What else?
0: <laughs> um, my, my new routine has been uh, every time I take the train... I listen to an episode of The Adventure Zone. Yeah! But but this thing happens where, like, my brain can't focus on it, and then I'll have gone 20 minutes, and I have no idea what's going on. So I've been listening to, like, this one episode of The Adventure Zone all day, and I know exactly there's a moment that I tune out, because I know now by memory the entire intro to this podcast <laughs> but i don't know anything of the plot that happens inside of the episode and that's my own fault McElroy brothers please cuz i know all of them listen to this podcast like every single day um on repeat so i don't want i don't want griffin to think that um i'm not engaged cuz that's not what happens it's just what my brain does
1: two things one i'm very excited for you to go through the adventure zone while also still feel Nervous and sad for the day that you run out of episodes and catch up because the day you catch up is the day that you become sad. Believe me, that happened to me months ago.
0: I'm already sad every moment of every day of my life.
1: Second, uh, I really appreciate that you're trying really hard to listen to the show because I know like podcasts aren't something that really like like you said, they can take a long time to get into and really like invest yourself in and also the time commitment and energy Uh, commitment to listening to an episode can be intense. So I really appreciate that.
0: I think if anything, it just it makes me think about how much I'm like constantly overthinking everything, because I can't like let my brain quiet down in order to like calm the part of my brain that has to listen to the podcast and actually comprehend what's happening.
1: I started meditating a while ago, and I actually do a form of meditation when I listen to The Adventure Zone, because that is one show, especially now in the later episodes, where I don't want to miss a single thing, so I will. just I
0: Don't want to miss a thing.
1: And this song was Cause even when an... I
0: dream of Trudge.
1: This song was an Armageddon. Cause I miss Trudge, baby, and, and I do want to miss a, a Trudge. I can't separate our singing now because we're recording on one microphone. <laughs>
0: It's because we're in love.
1: We are in love, and our singing syncs up no matter how I edit the episode. Uh, I don't want to miss a thing when I listen to The Adventure Zone, because I want to pay attention to every single little detail that Griffin throws in, so I will simply close my eyes and put my arms on my legs. <laughs> There's oh, a yeah? better way of saying that. Oh, yeah? I put my hands on my lap, and just kind of...
0: Do you throw your hands in the air?
1: No, because I really care. Because
0: they're playing your song.
1: Oh my god. So yeah, Adventure Zone is a thing I listen to a lot uh, when it comes to paying attention like really hard to an episode. Well, From- for me,
0: it's it's how I acclimate to the day. Like that's the thing that I listen to that like gets me in a better mood because I mean, I don't I can't imagine that there are people listening to this podcast that haven't heard of the McElroy brothers. But if you're the kind of person that like feels really grumpy in the morning and you need something to like cheer you up on your way to work instead of reading the news and seeing the horrible things that are happening in the world, I highly recommend recommend listening on your commute to one of the McElroy podcasts. I agree. It's just very pure.
1: For me, my breakfast routines involve lots and lots of podcasts, but it varies because I listen to like <laughs> something like 40 or 50 podcasts weekly, and it's ridiculous. And I make sure to... Uh, I, I always have something playing in my life. If I'm not doing work that explicitly means I can't listen to a podcast, like if I'm writing or video editing or I need to pay attention to audio or something, there's always a podcast on in the background. And for me, the AirPods really made that possible and Bluetooth speakers really make that possible. Just have something playing in the background for me to either pay really close attention to or just kind of have on in the background and think, oh, they said something interesting. Let me go back 15 seconds and hear the beginning of it. Okay, from here on in I'm good. And like I really enjoy having something on like that when I'm making food and making coffee in the morning because... Again, it's a way for me to get acclimated to the day and kind of externalize my head because when I'm that tired, I am so inside my own head and so over analytical. Uh, <laughs> Truge knows this. I, I fell asleep a few days ago and she was listening to The Adventure Zone and I woke up and I was kind of half awake and I could hear Truge listening to The Adventure Zone and the thought that came through my head was, oh, Truge is the- listening to The Adventure Zone now. That means the McElroys are using spaghetti to re-record this and broadcast it. And I was like, wait, what? Like, earlier today, I thought, I I, I took a nap and woke up, and I thought I was in Portland, Oregon.
0: (laughs) But that's also because um, I've been casting a very specific spell upon Brian that makes him not really know where he is.
1: That's true. I really never know where we are. What Uh, other
0: things do you do... um, in your routine that are not podcasts and not eating
1: lots of rss and i know i'm one of six people in the world that still use rss regularly but i've got unread on my ipad and my iphone and you mentioned like how bleak news is and i wholeheartedly agree but i subscribe to almost exclusively apple uh podcasts and apple rss feeds and I'm able to enjoy them in the morning because they're relatively light, and they're something I'm really into. Uh, The most uh, political heavy thing that is in my feed is uh, Daring Fireball, where John Gruber will every so often throw in a link to something about the Cheeto, and it makes me sad, but at the very least, he puts a good perspective on it. Uh, So, in the morning, if I'm not listening to a podcast, I will have the Monument Valley soundtrack on as I go through my RSS feeds, and my Instapaper queue, which is usually something like uh, lots of stuff I find on backstories or reddit or a lot of really great stuff that i find in my rss feeds i'll send over there uh i enjoy reading in the mornings because i'm not very good at reading long-form things novels overwhelm me sometimes so i really try my best to um to get some reading flexing those reading muscles while still having something short form that i can uh enjoy in the morning while i'm having breakfast
0: What is the one thing you think you couldn't do without in the morning?
1: Hmm. Because I know for
0: me, something that, like, is part of my routine that I don't really think about is that when I'm walking to work, um, like, or or walking to the train, rather, um, but also when I get out of the train station at Park Street and go to work, um, I think the walks to and from the train for me are, like, really, really vital, um, there was a while, um, this is kind of a long story, but, um, <laughs> I, I was taking a lot of lifts because I had a ton of lift credits because I was in this focus group that Lyft did a little while back and they gave me a bunch of lift credits to do it because, um, they like punked me with Rob Gronkowski, uh, who's the quarterback of the, of the New England Patriots.
1: The, the Red Sox. I, I lived by Fenway Stadium.
0: I hate you so much. Um. But so I, I had all these lift credits. And so for a while, like if I was like running late to work, I'd be like, oh, I'll just take a lift because it's like faster, which I've realized over like the months of living where I live now is like not actually the case because lol Boston. Um, but yeah, I, I've noticed that like I'm happier during my day if I have that like the walking time to kind of like decompress to and from the office.
1: Interesting. I feel that when I lived in New York, I really, I didn't enjoy the subway rides, but I would meditate on the subway rides and I would appreciate the time that it takes to get to work because again, it's another thing to transition you into the real world. Like you're sitting there out in the real world, but not working yet. And it's like slowly transitioning you over to, uh, the real world. For me, that is podcasts. And I know I'm talking a lot about tech, but for me, podcasts are the thing that I need in the morning to connect me back into the real world. Cause I don't commute anymore and I really enjoy being able to connect to the real world in a non-committal way. If for that sure. Makes sense. Yeah.
0: On the days that I'm working from home, one of my like staples, even if I have Everything in my house to make coffee, I will walk to Starbucks and, like, get a pink drink because I'm trash. Um, <laughs> like, the the very, like, walk to and from that Starbucks and also that, like, that particular Starbucks. Like, I really, really love the baristas and have, like, a high-key crush on all of them. <laughs> um, that is also, like, a pretty vital part of my routine. And I feel like um, even if I get work done before I do that, I feel like my day hasn't really started until that's done.
1: I feel that. I feel that. In conclusion, uh, breakfast routines, to me, mean so much because they give me a way to anchor myself into the day, and they also usually mean very, very tasty breakfasts, especially if you think about them long enough ahead to have some quiche baked up for you, or some frozen breakfast burritos, or, in Trudge's case, some uh, very, 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 very moist cereal
0: that is still sitting on the desk that Brian is staring at yeah and basically I I think to me like one of my goals for this year is I'm trying to work on intentionality Um, and I think part of being intentional people always say is kind of like setting up rituals and that kind of like goes in with the routine like how is a routine not a ritual because at the end of the day you're just summoning a spirit to come in and um, magically solve all of your problems for the very price of your soul